Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey everybody, Joe McCall with the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, and I'm so excited about this. I'm with my good friend, Rick Otten. Rick, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Joe. Good to see you, buddy. I'm so excited about this. Uh, Rick and I have been talking for a while now about doing this. Uh, about a couple weeks ago, he was actually in Iowa. You can tell he's not from Iowa by listening to his accent. <laughs> and uh, he was in Iowa. He, he owns a farm there, and I drove halfway up to... Uh, we met in Keokuk, Iowa for lunch, and uh, he drove halfway to meet me there. And um, Rick is uh, a master, a Jedi master when it comes to real estate investing. Um, he's been doing this business for a long time in the United States, in Australia, in England, in Spain, in Greece, and uh, buying and selling and flipping homes and properties for a long, long time. And I've been following his podcasts uh, since 2000, well... 2010, 2011, and Rick hasn't. Wow. Uh, yeah, been a while. So uh, I'm excited and honored to have Rick with me here on the podcast. We're going to do a series of five to six, maybe less, maybe more, podcasts talking about flipping properties remotely. Um, so, Rick, how are you doing? Well, mate, can I just tell you, for ages, you and I talked about getting together. Yeah, yeah. And we finally got to meet at that little town in the bottom right-hand side of Iowa. Yeah. And the most exciting part about that was I saw parts of Iowa and never knew yeah. it existed. <laughs> so, so that was a great meeting that we finally got this together. And not only that, is with the new technology that's out there, Joe, um, you know, we, we meet people, we talk to people about buying properties remotely or virtually or sight unseen. And, and, and you see people scratch their head about how's that possible. And, and I think one of the most interesting things is, is the world's changing so rapidly that just about anything's possible. Yeah, no, you can certainly do it. Uh, I've seen it in my own business. I've, I've yeah. never flipped deals outside of the country. Um, but I flipped deals from Prague, from Spain, from uh, France, in the United States. Even flipped properties from a, uh, an RV in the middle of Yellowstone, which you might as well be in another country out there, or in the middle of <laughs> my, my Wyoming and Montana, and uh, flipped yeah. deals in the United States. And in what other business, what other business can you flip a property that you've never seen in a city that you've never been to, from a seller that you've never met to a yeah. buyer that you've never met? Yeah. What, what other business can you do that in? Well, you know what? It's funny because if you went back 10 years ago, you probably couldn't do it the way you can do it now. I mean, my wife's American, right? It was the most expensive date I ever went out on. And when we were starting a date, it was like $10 for every three minutes on a telephone, right? Now it's oh, like a month on a, it's a month on a telephone for 100, right? With a high-speed internet and fiber optics and all cities around the world, the technology, the things you can do now. And the funny thing is people... Uh, because phone systems are so good around the world, everybody sounds like they're next door. And I think now I've gotten so sick of people saying to me, well, where am I? And then trying to explain where I am. I've found the simplest thing I say to people now is, well, I'm just at the other end of the phone. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, I, and, and I say this all the time, because if you can flip one deal a month, there's no yeah. reason why you can't flip eight. Okay. 
Yeah. And if you can flip one, if you can flip properties in one market, there's no reasons why you can't flip deals in eight markets. Okay. It's the same. And, and the same conversation, Joe, isn't it? Yes. Same conversation, same system, same thinking, same process. It's just the person's in a different part of the world. One of my uh, presentations, when I go travel and speak, Rick, um, I show a map of different slides of like 12 different countries in it. Uh, the Philippines, Lebanon, um, uh, Malaysia, Czech Republic, I forget, like 12 different countries. And I ask people, what, are, what do these 12 countries have in common? And no one ever gets it. And I say, I have clients that have flipped deals in the United States from every one of these countries. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. People need to think bigger, don't they? They need to. You know <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I remember back in the late 80s, like about 1989, okay, when I was in Dallas, Texas, during the savings and loans. And oh, yeah. for those who haven't weren't in property then, that was when you know, Texas was on sale and everything was like 70 to 90% off, right? Yeah. And all these creative strategies to buy houses in those days with very little or any money. But here was the interesting thing. When I was doing that, people would come from Australia and say, oh, that would never work in any country outside of Australia, outside the United States, right? And I used to say, well, we still got people living in Australia. They'd go, yep. They're still living in houses? Yep. And then when I started doing it in the UK, I'd say, you know what? This would never work in the United Kingdom. They still got people working in the United Kingdom. <laughs> then Greece, then Spain. So it's like, it's funny how we sometimes get trapped within our own lineal thinking. But with a big picture, is, you know, properties everywhere. And people all have the same problems. We're all getting married, getting divorced, getting sick, getting broke, getting rich. So that's the basic fundamentals, Joe don't actually change anywhere in the world. And it doesn't matter, Rick, does it, if the market is hot or cold. It doesn't matter where <sighs> it's located. But, like, I get, I just did this video on Facebook earlier today, and uh, um, I was having some technical problems and was getting a little flustered. But one of the questions that somebody asked, and I get this a lot, is, what do I do if I'm in a competitive market? He says, it's too hard to do deals right now. And uh, uh. As, as nice as I could... I was trying to explain. It doesn't matter, right, Rick? I mean, it doesn't. Wh why doesn't it matter? You know what? When I was in Dallas in the old days, right, and I was buying houses, and I met about seven other guys who were in my area, and we were all doing the same thing. Now, here's what was interesting. We were all in the same area in Dallas, all doing the same things, but we had to have a coffee shop meeting once a month to meet up with each other because we never ran into each other. Yeah. So we're in this market, which is full of competitors, but as competitors, we never met, never ran, never crossed swords, and we had to organize a coffee once a month for us all to get to meet. So I understand the question, but in reality, it really doesn't matter. There's always going to be sellers that want to sell. Man, there's always going to be sellers that want to sell. And kids. Always going to be want to buy. And I just, even all these years later, 27 years later, I simply don't run into people who go, ah, well, Bob Wilson was here last week, you know, or Joe Brown. Or, like, you just don't run into it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you could argue and you could say, oh, yeah, well, sometimes it's maybe a little more difficult than it used to be. Maybe you have to talk to more sellers or make more offers or be more aggressive with your marketing than you had to maybe a couple, three years ago. Um, but there's always going to be situations. There's always going to be motivated sellers, right? 
that that maybe want to sell but can't. And one of the cool things I love about uh, what you teach and what you do, Rick, is uh, you teach a lot of creative real estate strategies. So the house doesn't have to be discounted to 60, 70 cents on the dollar, right? Or on the pound. Uh, uh, it doesn't have to be dis- I got to correct this because we're getting a lot. We have a lot of audiences from uh, from right. uh, England. I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, you don't have to have the property that's sixty to seventy squids on the pound. <laughs> oh, quid? Qu- well, is it squids or quids? Well, you know, quids, quids. <laughs> but you know what? And so I we screw, all get so that. hung up. I remember in Dallas when the house prices got so low in relationship to the debt, right? Because the debt was so high in relation yeah. to the value. And we had to come up with strategies where we could, we, you know, if you try to buy it real cheap, quite often people can't sell it real cheap because their debt's too high. So you've got to create a strategy where you can pay more for the house and you can pick it up for the debt value, right? But because you just pick it up the debt, you've got no cash in it. And I've always to this day would rather buy a house with a lot of debt with no cash in it then get it 30% below value with all my cash tied up in it, right? Really? Because, Explain, yeah, because can I you, can... Can you flesh that out a little bit more? What do you mean by that? Well, yeah, because here's the deal. Let's say I buy 100000 and I'm not going to say pounds or dollars or euros. Let's just say 100000 and everybody who's listening on the planet can just go 100000 something. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I get off that place, this is the magic. If I get a place for 100000 somethings, and it's got 100000s worth of debt, I'm going to get that for nothing because it's all debt. Can I just tell you? Someone is going to pay me five to 10,000 cash just to pick up a 100,000 property with 100,000 debt on it that he doesn't have to qualify for mm-hmm. and he doesn't need a deposit for. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's and good. And you can sell that as a no deposit house. And people always say to me, well, how do I get in the no deposit house? And I say, well, it's a hundred grand with a hundred debt. There's no deposit, but how much do you want to give me to get to the head of the queue? People will give you five percent of the purchase price to get in position one. Yes. So the guy gives you, I'll give you four grand. I say, well, that's position nine. So here's the deal, right? Now I make ten grand out of a house. I got no bank loan, no cash, no nothing. Or I could buy that thing for sixty cents on the dollar, right? Let's say I put 60 cents on buy buy. That means I've got to tie up 60% of my cash. That's 60,000 somethings. Then I've got to rehab it, refurb it, flip it. Let's say I flip it for 70. I've tied up 60 to flip it for 70. I made 10, but I put 60 in it to make 10. This thing I put in three pieces of paper to make 10. Well, I would and rather and, flip the, do the paper than the cash. Well, right? and in that same amount of time that you tied up all that money and took oh. on all that risk. Yeah. To rehab the house, you could have just flipped a couple contracts, as it were, yeah. uh, and made the same amount of money, if not more. Well, you know what's really sexy? And most people don't get this, right? Even in a good market in any country in the world, only two-thirds of the population can ever get a bank loan at any one time. That's in any country in the world, right? Yeah. That means there's one-third of people today can't get a bank loan. They might in a year. They might in two years' time, but today they can't get a bank loan. You say to some guy, you know, what, you're 10 grand, you get into a three-bedroom house, just start making payments on a loan that you don't have to qualify for. Man, I tell you, just like fog a mirror, move in, right? So that's 10 grand on nothing. I'd rather make 10 grand on nothing than 10 grand on 60. Because you know why, Joe? 
you can do so many more. Right? And, and, and that's so important, too, because, again, it goes back to what we were saying. Some people are complaining that, you know, it's hard to buy houses right now in Nashville or it's hard to buy houses in Denver or L.A. or New York. But if there is just one seller who maybe is motivated, who just bought a house a year ago, job transfer, divorce, job loss, uh, something's happened in them, right? And they yeah. want to get out of that house, right? There's yeah. a deal. Most investors yeah. would turn that away and say, I can't help you. I'm sorry, there's not enough equity in there. But if you understand creative real estate, then you could actually do something with that property, right? And I'll tell you what, I'm the king of the chocolate cake, right? Yes. Like people want to sell for 100 and I'll pay them 110 They go, I want 100 And I say, I'm not prepared to pay you one cent less than 110 <laughs> That's just like a big pattern break, right? <laughs> and then we go, it's like a, it's like a cake. They go, how does that work? They go, well, it's like a cake. Let's just slice it up into a whole bunch of slices. And I'll give you one slice that that 110 every month, right? All you'll do is work out how many slices and how much money's in each slice. And I uh, think Mrs. Smith, you'll really like this. It's like a chocolate cake. And then what it is, but here's the point. When I slice houses up into cakes, like I, I pay 110 grand for 100, I just say 10 years or something, 120 payments with no interest. There's no interest, Joe. You make the money on the how the how you pay for it, not the price you pay, right? Yeah. Yeah, I pay. I I think the sexy part about that because I'm on a roll. What is going on a roll? This is good. Five years in five years time, I owe that guy fifty five thousand, half price on the hundred and ten, right? If I financed that, if I bought it at a hundred on a thirty year loan, I would still owe ninety grand or something in five years time, right? Well, on this one, I paid one hundred and ten. I only pay oh, I don't know fifty five grand, half price. Mm-hmm. No interest, right? No interest houses. They're great. Just don't mention interest. Use them as um, cake. Slice up the cake. Slice up the cake. Or uh, if we're not slicing up the cake, we'll just do buckets of cash. How about I give you a bucket of cash every month? I just need you to tell me what size bucket it's got to be, right? <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I love that because we could talk for a couple hours about that. It's, so it's either cash okay. or terms, right? And if there's, if there's not enough cash flow in the deal then yeah. you don't have to stay in the middle. You can sell that contract or assign that contract to somebody else who would want to live it and stay in the middle of that, right? Well, you know, it's, we're going to be really careful because we started talking about how we're going to do remote properties. <laughs> but yes. all of a sudden, we're just talking deals again. It's, it's contagious. Well, the, the, <laughs> and that's the cool thing, though, is because this works in any market. What you're talking yeah. about, you could and you have done in Greece, Right? Yeah. And you don't, yeah. what are they, what language do they speak in Greece? Greek. Oh, that was so cool, right? Like, I'm, I'm seeing all these Greek lawyers who obviously don't speak Australian. So I was taking these Greek interpreters there, right? All these Greek guys are going, blah, 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 this language I don't understand. And I kept saying, well, just suppose we did it this way, I did it that way, I did it this way. And when I worked out how to put, um, like, contract for deeds and installment contracts together for Greece, Greece, right? I remember one of this interpreter turned around to me and the lawyer was in Greek. The interpreter turned around to me and he says, the, the Greek lawyers want to know what was the magic to figuring out how to uh, use make these contracts. And I, and I said, tell the lawyers the magic's not being a lawyer. Uh -huh. Well, let's do this, Rick. Let's yeah. break this podcast up. We're right at 15 minutes. We wanted to keep these short and sweet and do about wow. four or five of them. And yeah. let's talk about in the next episode how you did these deals in Greece. And I'd okay. like to talk with you more about how do you do deals 
in England and how do you do deals in Spain that you've done and and um, so can we do that is that all right if we break right here and let's do that I'll tell you what I, I, I do it I've got something I I know we're gonna be doing this for the next uh, few yeah. weeks and one of the things that you said to me earlier was how do I get these sellers on board to do these transactions mm -hmm. and it's gonna be like and, and people can use this for all the different countries in the world right yes and Joe, if I, I create this thing, I said, like dealfinderplan.com. And if the guys go to dealfinderplan.com, there's a script that I wrote, okay? That they, it's a plug-in script to use the beginning of any negotiation with sellers. And it takes the seller from not being on board to being on board to doing something. He doesn't know what, but yeah. it brings him on board to doing something, right? right, at, right. at dealfinderplan.com. And, and, and then next week, let's get down to some nuts and bolts on some specific countries and step them through. And yeah. uh, we'll have one big party here. <laughs> I love that. And so the link to get this is dealfinderplan.com, right? Com. Let's go there and I can download it. Dealfinderplan.com. Plan. And I can download that thing. Nice. And it's awesome. And then from now on, guys, you start plugging that into the beginning of your conversations with sellers. And watch your conversion rate go through the roof. Nice. I love it. I've also written a book, and I'll put it in the show notes, um, called uh, how, to make, how, to, how to Make Money Flipping Houses While on Vacation or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I like so it. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, All right. But thank you, Rick. Dealfinderplan.com. And guys, yeah. go there to check that out. And so, Rick, uh, we will talk real soon. Um, and right. by the way, Rick. Next week. How can yeah. uh, how can people find your podcast? I'll tell you, it's webuyhousesradio.com, webuyhousesradio.com. Now, I do tend to speak a little fast because I'm Australian, so people just have to listen quick. <laughs> well, if you're listening with a good podcasting app, you can probably slow the speed down. You can, most people speed up, but if you're listening to somebody who talks fast and you're having a hard time understanding them, you can slow it down maybe and... Good. All right, buddy. Well, I tell you what, next podcast next week, let's get down to the nuts and bolts and let's get these people buying properties in different parts of the world. That sounds good. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye.